Hi, this is Jason King. You're listening to the Health Policy and Advocacy Nursing Network, also known as HPAN. Today, I'd like to focus on bills that have been introduced at the federal level. The first one that I'd like to talk about is the End Surprise Billing Act of 2019. This has been introduced by Representative Doggett of Texas on January 30th. This bill requires hospitals to comply as a condition of participation in Medicare with certain requirements related to billing for out-of-network services. So this bill states that a hospital must provide notice to patients seeking care as to whether the hospital or any of the providers that take care of that patient is not within the healthcare provider network, and if so, the estimated out-of-pocket costs of the services to that individual. At least 24 hours prior to providing those services, the hospital must document that the individual has been provided with the required notice and consent should be provided with the services and the individual should be charged an amount approximate to the estimate provided. Otherwise, the hospital may not charge that individual more than they would have been required to pay if the services had been furnished by an in-network or participating provider. Current status on this bill, there are 34 co-sponsors. It is assigned to the House Energy and Commerce and the House Ways and Means Committee. As a reminder, the House Ways and Means has jurisdiction over revenue and related issues. Just a little fun fact for you, the House Ways and Means Committee is the oldest committee and was first established in 1789. The next one I'd like to discuss is Senate Bill 1045. It's called the Nurses, Nursing Where It's Needed Act, or the Nursing Win Act for short. Introduced by Senator Todd Young on April 4th, this is a bill to amend the Public Health Service Act to expand the authority of the Secretary of Health and Human Services to permit nurses to practice in healthcare facilities with critical shortage of nurses through programs for loan repayment and scholarships. It also talks about sunsetting the prohibition on assignment of nurses to certain healthcare facilities with critical shortages of nurses. So basically, the loan repayment and scholarships would be available to all nurses who work in areas of critical shortages. Before this bill, uh, it would not allow for nurses who work in uh, for-profit hospitals to take advantage of this. So we see this as a great win for nurses and the patients that we serve. Current status, there are two co-sponsors and has been assigned to the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee. The next one that I'd like to discuss is Senate Bill 1258. It is the Tobacco to 21 Act. The Tobacco to 21 Act would set a national minimum tobacco purchasing age of 21. This would apply to all tobacco products, including vaping and e-cigarettes. It was introduced in the House on April 30th as H.R. 2411 by Representative Diane DeJet of Colorado. It was introduced in the Senate the same day as Bill Number 1258 by Brian Schatz. Since Indiana was unable to move any legislation with tobacco, this could be a huge win for health care. If you agree, please ask your senators to support or even co-sponsor this bill. Current status, there are seven co-sponsors and it has been assigned to the Senate Commerce, Science, and Transportation Committee. The final bill I wish to discuss with you is H.R. 728. It is the Title VIII Nursing Workforce Reauthorization Act of 2019. It was introduced by Representative David Joyce from Ohio. It was introduced on January 23rd. According to AONL, the Title VIII programs bolster nursing education and fund institutions educating nurses to practice in rural and medically underserved communities. Additionally, Title VIII programs seek to increase retention of the nursing workforce through innovative loan forgiveness programs for clinical nurses and faculty providing clinical nursing education.
Current status, there are 94 co-sponsors, two of which are from Indiana, Representative Carson and Representative Visklosky. That leaves seven members of the House of Representatives from Indiana who are not co-sponsors of this bill. Please reach out to your representative and ask that co-sponsor this bill for the future generation of nurses. On January 31st, this was re referred to the Subcommittee on Health. I also want to throw out a little bit of a teaser here in a very uh, near future podcast. I'm going to have a special guest join me, so please continue to listen. And as always, if you want to get more involved in advocacy and are looking for ways to help, please contact me at jking at iuhealth.org, and I will gladly help you become more involved. If there's ever any content or education that you'd like for me to cover, please let me know. You can follow me on Twitter at jking underscore iuh. And as a unified team, together, we can lead the transformation of healthcare through quality, innovation, and education, and make Indiana one of the nation's healthiest states.